and it's a vision of a better world, and that is much the reason I have sworn allegiance to it, for without that social component, the reasons are not nearly so compelling. Because if personal salvation is the only desired result, then the methods are many, and the results are uncertain. Who's to really say if the Buddhist methods of renunciation and meditation are truly better than the Christian methods of passion and forgiveness? One advocates a certain withdrawal from the affairs of the world, while the other advocates an ever-increasing involvement, to the point that I'm in your mother f can face whether you like it or not, got it? So we disparage one as life-denying while praising the other's adherence as full of life, without even the slightest acknowledgement that those full of lifers are indeed usually the ones destroying the planet. The fact that that is not what they intend is superfluous. Intent is only the obsession of those same Christian courts that value remorse and contrition while selling those same guns that make all the forgiveness necessary. A simpler solution might simply be to get our gun jollies and joneses in video games and leave the acts of nature to nature herself. And what's right for a world of 3 billion people is not necessarily right for a world of 8 billion, and that's just the changes that have occurred in my lifetime. Should we simply wait with bated breath for each individual to make his peace with his maker, so that the world can survive, or should responsible governments take it upon themselves to limit activities that threaten to aggravate pressures of overpopulation and global overheating? Then the freedom-loving rabble will raise hackles at all the supposed shackles that they must endure, without even questioning whether these are freedoms from a freedoms too, as though it's all the same and freedoms of all sorts and types must by definition be unlimited. But this myth of no limits is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated. Buddhism can help with that. America teaches eternal life, endless resources, and unlimited freedoms, i.e. Christianity, capitalism, and democracy, all packaged and gift-trapped in bright colorful ribbons and bows, as if nothing could be more natural or necessary, when in fact nothing could be further from the truth. Still the package played an important role in the development of human civilization. Does anyone really wish that we were stuck in year 1492 with no knowledge of the spectacles that were to come in the ensuing centuries? But how now do we reign in our wildest impulses for the good of the many for the good of the future? Thus the Western mind is better to create civilization, and the Eastern mind is better to control it. If the current pandemic taught us nothing it taught us that. And the lesson can carry into other areas of social concern, beyond pandemics first, and global warming second, into the trickier and thornier issues of war and violence, and the existential abstractions of personal peace, love and understanding. First we extinguish the fires inside and then we extinguish the fires outside.